Israel Arasanya versus Robert Whitaker fight prediction dun 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 hey guys fight junkie here as usual before we jump into this next episode I want to remind you guys you can hit me up on twitter at fightjunkie.com follow me on parlor at fightjunkie listen to me on anchor spotify google apple amazon basically anywhere you can find a podcast i'll be there you can also subscribe to the youtube channel oh wait hold up scratch that youtube deleted my channel um let me think okay i got it you can also subscribe to the rumble channel rumble.com slash fight junkie want live stream twitch.tv slash real fight junkie the last style bender 21 wins one loss of his 21 wins 15 by KOTKO. zero by sub six by decision his one loss by decision robert the reaper slash Bobby Knuckles Whitaker, 23 wins, 5 losses. Of his 23 wins, 9 by KOTKO, 5 by sub, 9 by decision. His 5 losses, 2 by KOTKO, 1 by sub, 2 by decision. Currently, you have Arasanya as a minus 310 favorite. Bobby Knuckles comes back at plus 245. We'll go, won't go. Five full rounds. We'll go minus 130. Won't go is even. Arasanya wins inside plus 150. Arasanya wins by decision plus 150. Whitaker wins inside plus 450. Whitaker wins by decision four to one. Fight is a draw 50 to one. The line in Arasanya has continued to go up. Not surprising. I mean, they fought before Adesanya destroyed him in two rounds. So even though Adesanya had the loss to, to Jan, it was at a higher weight. Totally different type of fight and weight class, obviously. So I don't think a lot of people are putting too much stock into Adesanya's loss against Jan. Obviously, if Whitaker could replicate the game plan of Jan and maybe take Adesanya down and hold him down, then you're onto something and you can make a case for Whitaker as the underdog. A lot of people like Bobby Knuckles. They like his personality. It's contrasting definitely against the last style bender. And so they think that he has improved since he lost to Adesanya the first go-round. I mean, he's had three fights since then. He's won them all, all by decision. And it's against Darren Till, Jared Cannonier, and Kelvin Gastelum. Ah, I'm sorry. I ain't buying it, guys. I'm just not. I wasn't impressed with those performances. They all went to a decision. Two of them were five rounds. The Till and Gastelum fight were five rounds decisions. I don't think anybody's thinking that Till, uh, Till Gastelum, or Cannonier are at the top of the sport and I don't necessarily think that Robert Whitaker looked that impressive. To me he looks tentative and I'm really not sure about his durability. 
And so I can see that the money with Israel uh, Israel is coming in on him because of those things. And even though people are going to try to tell you that Robert Whitaker has improved leaps and bounds since the first fight, I just don't see it. Now, to be fair, I wasn't impressed with Adesanya against Jan. And I wasn't impressed with him against Marvin Vittori in their second fight. That one went to five rounds. So his loss against Jan went five rounds. And his um, second fight against Marvin went five rounds. And even though, obviously, he beat Marvin and his fight with Jan was competitive, he probably lost a fight in the last round when he got laid and prayed on. I just thought his timing looked off, especially against Marvin. Marvin's a tough guy, but I don't necessarily consider him a talented guy. He's tough. He's gritty. He's durable. But Adesanya, just his timing looked off. Like he, he missed too many punches against a guy that's right in front of him. Now, Marvin is super duper tough, super duper durable. So even when Adesanya did tag him, he was able to take it. I don't think that's the case with Robert Whitaker. I don't think he's as durable as Marvin. And I don't think when Adesanya lands, and he should land, that Whitaker's going to absorb it better than he did in the first fight. In fact, I expect him to absorb those shots worse than he did in the first fight simply because I'm not buying the hype that Whitaker is back and better than ever. I think he's on a decline. It may be a slow decline, but I think it's a slow, steady decline. And I think Adesanya, even though I haven't been impressed with him, and his last couple of fights is probably still a little bit step of a, a step of ahead in Whitaker, especially in the striking department. And I think when Whitaker makes a mistake, Adesanya is going to look to capitalize on it, just like he does in all of his fights, and just like he did against Marvin. But the difference is, I think when he lands on Whitaker, you're going to see uh, visible effects. I think Whitaker is going to be hurt, and I think eventually Adesanya will get him out of there. So obviously. I'm already showing you my hand. If you like Israel Adesanya, I think, personally, you take him inside. The line is getting higher and higher straight. So I think you need to look at some value here, especially even though I haven't been impressed with Adesanya. Even though I think he's going to win, I don't necessarily want to be laying 3, 354 to 1, depending on where it stops, because it seems to be just going higher and higher on the straight line. I think you're going to look at Adesanya wins inside. I wouldn't expect Adesanya to submit him, so it really just depends on your book if you're going to get Adesanya wins by uh, TKO slash KO or Adesanya wins inside. I mean, they're pretty much going to be the same anyway. Depending on your book, you're probably going to get somewhere between plus 140, as high as maybe 175, 180. That's, to me, that's a really nice line. On a fighter that I think has the hand speed, has the, uh, the, the technique, and the ability to make Whitaker miss and make him pay. Now, I will say this about Adesanya's defense. I've said this since he's came into the UFC that his biggest flaw is he pulls straight back. He pulls straight back, and one of these times, a good striker is going to time it and put him out with that. Jan wasn't able to do it. I'm not sure if Whitaker will be able to do it, but go look at the finishing sequence of when Adesanya dropped the Whitaker. Look how he defends the shot that Whitaker throws. Straight back, chin up in the air. He just happens to make him miss by a millisecond, uh, a millimeter, and then he comes back and he counters. It works effectively until it doesn't. It's a huge flaw. It's how he got knocked out in kickboxing. Eventually, at some point in time, as Adesanya's reflexes slow, 
he will get knocked out in that way. It happened to greats like Roy Jones Jr. in boxing when you don't use a traditional defense and your you know, reflex-based type of style of fighting happened to um, Anderson Silva. When your reflexes and your timing starts to go and you're off just by the chin of a, a hair on your chinny-chin-chin, chin, boom, you go spark out. It will happen to Adesanya. If he continues to fight and he continues to... Uh, uh, age and progress and that steady decline of a skill set that happens to every single fighter, he'll get knocked out that way. No doubt. I don't think Bobby Knuckles is going to do it this time around, but eventually it will catch up to him. But as far as this guy fight goes, I think Adesanya is going to win. I think he's probably going to knock Whitaker out. I don't necessarily expect a lot of resistance from Whitaker unless he changes it up and maybe goes to a... Uh, clinch style maybe press Adesanya up against the cage and of course try to mix in some wrestling I mean that would make sense because Jan was able to do it I'm not sure how effective Whitaker can do it or how consistently he can do it if you like Whitaker I think that's what you're looking at I don't necessarily think you're looking at him capitalizing on the the defect that Adesanya pulls straight back I'm not sure Whitaker at this stage of the game is able to capitalize on that I think it would be a case that he could slow the fight down Put Adesanya in positions where Adesanya can't throw. Uh, Marvin Vittori, Vittori tried that. Tried to pin uh, Adesanya up against the cage. And he had success there where Adesanya allowed Vittori to put him up against the cage. And they were just kind of infighting. Kind of that rough cage, dirty boxing style of fight. That doesn't benefit Adesanya. Even if he's having success there. He's generally leaps and bounds. A better striker out in the open. And so that's a way that fighters can slow down the threat of Adesanya's by putting him up, up, up against the cage. And that's one of the things we talked about in the uh, Vittori fight was him not looking good. That's one of the things I'm talking about. As time he looked off, he was allowed to be pushed up against the cage, allowed too much time to go by with the dirty boxing and defending the takedowns there. Like... If Robert Whitaker is going to win the fight, this is how he does it. Slow the damn fight down. He goes to decisions all the time. Stank it up and just get a victory over Adesanya. It's going to guarantee another fight because it would be a stinky ass fight. Probably be a close decision and another payday. So if I'm Whitaker or if I'm backing Whitaker, that's what I want. I want a slow paced fight, a stanky fight, a, a fight where Whitaker holds him. It doesn't matter if it's on the cage or on the ground, if you get him to a position where you can limit Adesanya's offensive weapons, you do it and you hang on for dear life until the referee pulls you off of him, threatens to take points, and breaks you time and time and time again, and that's the way that you beat Adesanya. Can Whitaker do it? Well, if Adesanya's off and his timing is off and he allows Whitaker to do and spots what he allowed Marvin to do, it's actually possible that Whitaker could Whitaker could win a fight like that. He just can't stay out in the open against Adesanya and exchange punches and think that he's going to get the better of it because I don't think he's durable enough. I don't think he's durable enough to take Adesanya's shots flush clean. He wasn't in their past fight, and I don't think he's gotten better. I don't think his chin has gotten better. I don't think his technique has gotten better. I don't think his skill set has gotten better. He's just been in against three guys who are no hopers, and he's went to a decision in every single fight, and he beat them that way. 
So to think that he's going to stand out in the open against Adesanya and be able to hang there and beat Adesanya there, I think is foolish. I don't think that happens. Again, unless it's one of those mistakes that Adesanya does where he pulls back and Bobby Knuckles is able to time him perfectly, then you're onto something. But over the course of a five-round fight and him just best Adesanya in a pure striking match, I don't see that at all. So if you like Robert Whitaker, in my opinion, unless the line continues to go higher and higher and higher on Adesanya and you're getting a better and better line on Whitaker straight, I think you're going to look at Whitaker wins by decision. Right now, depending on your book, you're going to get as low as 4-1, to one, as high as 5-1. to round, five to one. In my opinion, that's the only way that he can win this fight outside of that glaring flaw that we talked about with Adesanya and his chin pulling straight back up in the air. Other than that, I think for Whitaker to win this fight, he's got to make it a stinky fight, a boring fight, a slow fight, a fight that people are not really interested in other than anybody who would bet on Robert Whitaker by decision. In my opinion, I think Adesanya gets him. I think he gets him again. I'm not sure if he's going to blast him out in the first, the second, the third, the fourth, or the fifth. But I think ultimately, Adesanya knocks out Bobby Knuckles and retains the title. That's it for this episode of Fight Junkie. I will sock it to you tomorrow, baby. Fight Junkie out.